anymore! Frequency 1138 is all clear and clanker free. This is Clone Army Radio. Execute Order 66. Good soldiers follow orders. Good soldiers follow orders. Begun. The Clone War has. I found them. Repeat, I found them. What is up, Clone Army? Welcome back to the best accidental Star Wars podcast this side of the galaxy. We're just simple clones trying to make our way, like our father before us. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I had to do it again. <laughs> um, and I'm just gonna say, somehow Charlie returned. Yes. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was get I was gonna quote something. I was gonna it was gonna be really profound, and then I I blanked. Hi everybody, I'm back. Hello. Um, Yay! Yay. Cue yeah. Do the, the crickets. <laughs> Cue um, the crickets. <laughs> I was dealing with great and terrible battles across the other side of the galaxy, so I've been away for a few light years, but it's fine. I'm back. Um, yes. But she's got the combination. I do have the combination, indeed. <laughs> yes. I'll reveal it at the end of the episode. I'm going to whisper it really quietly into my microphone. Tweet us if you hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, absolutely welcome back, Charlie, to the army. Yeah. yeah. A bit of a leave. She had a leave, right? I did, unfortunately. But never again. Never. Never again. All right. <laughs> so... Obviously, this week is uh, it's Andor week. And, you know, I think like probably what the other hundreds or thousands of Star Wars podcasts, everyone's talking about Andor, right? Mm -hmm. uh, So before we discuss that, I just want to say, you know, it's kind of hard to rip off an idea when so many fucking people have the same ideas. Um, You know, we're all Star Wars fans. We're all going to talk about Andor. So. You know, when there's a little bitch out there that accuses us of stealing their ideas, hiding behind, you know, their little burner accounts instead of being not a coward and confronting us. What an idea. Right? I mean, I just wanted to touch on that. I apologize to our listeners for the language, but sometimes things have to be said. And uh, people are accusing us of stealing things from them when we don't listen to them. We don't talk to them. We don't give a shit about them. We, we so. don't know who they are, but like, when you act like a little person, I'm sorry, you're gonna get taught, you know, like, hey, I'm gonna act this way, I'm gonna talk to you this way. Sorry. Yeah. Right. The majority of Star Wars fandom already has a pretty rocky reputation. I really don't want to see people continuing to contribute to that when we aim for positivity and a yeah. support and love. Right. We don't. We don't go attacking anybody or anything. Like. No. You want to do whatever you want to do. Like we don't, we don't care. But yeah. we want to do what we want to do. We're going to do what we're going to do. We're going to what we, what we want to do. So deal with it. Exactly. Deal Say it, Lito. Say it. <laughs> I think we're done with that for now, right? Yeah. So to that other podcast that likes to run their mouths, <laughs> eat a bag of dicks. We're done. <laughs> eat a bag of dicks. Please. So Andor, Charlie, Lito, and I'm John. Uh, I don't know if I introduced us, but, you know, it's been a while. It's been a couple weeks. It's been a couple months since we've had Charlie here. 
and now we got a new Star Wars to talk about again. And perfect timing, Charlie. Yes, I, yeah. I do. I would like to applaud myself on the excellent timing. And I, I'm, I completely forgot Andor was coming out. <laughs> oh really? It, it crept up on me, sneaky, sneaky. For real, me too. I was like, this Wednesday, I'm like, wait a minute, isn't today the day? Mm-hmm. And I looked, I'm like, what? I can't watch this right now, but man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I just, I haven't, I didn't watch any of the trailers. So I went into this blind. Uh, I knew it was coming, but I just wasn't, I don't want to say I wasn't excited about it, but I was just kind of like, well, I've also been, you know, getting married and dealing with COVID. So it hasn't really been top of my list. Congrats. 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 Thank you very much. Yes. I am a married clone. (laughs) <laughs> that's 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 rebellious that's damn <laughs> but uh but here it is it's andor and they give us three effing episodes at once i got home from work and tried to watch the first episode and i was i was out like in 20 minutes <gasps> and i'm like and i woke up and i'm like is that because this sucked or was it just because i was tired and i'm like no it's got to be because i was tired so like the wife and i watched all three like that evening and it was good i mean as, as a lot of people are saying it's a slow burn but it doesn't really feel slow it just kind of they're just building towards something right mm-hmm. they can take their time yeah i mean there's 12 episodes so and another season so they don't have to like i think it's um i think it's really interesting that we haven't really been at this point in star wars since the prequels where we already know what the ending is like yeah. we know it's leading up to the stealing of the plans of the Death Star and the Death Star being blown up. Like we, and it, I don't know, it, it induces this sense of like familiarity to me. Like I have never seen this show before. I watched one of the trailers once, but I think because there's that anxiety relief of my brain knows where's it, where it's going. So it's not unpredictable. Therefore my, yeah, I just, I think that's a really interesting way of watching something. And a three episode drop was absolutely the right choice. I think if it had been Mm -hmm. one episode, it'd have been bombed and capped on from a high height for being boring and slow and dull. And do you think um, on that subject, do you think that this was a planned thing from the start to release all three? Because the way that the episodes ended, like there was no cliffhanger. It was just an odd way to end the episode. Like they almost could have, well, I mean, I guess in a way they kind of did, like made it a three, instead of three separate episodes, they could have just made it one big episode, and I think it would have flowed. No, I don't have an issue with it. I thought, I, I'm totally into the show. I'm just saying it might have came off a little bit better if it was one whole thing. I'm assuming it was filmed as one kind of whole cohesive unit, and then the flashbacks with the Canary children and, like, um, Cassian, sorry, rude uh, <laughs> Cassian's childhood um I think those were cut in and then it was it was filmed together and then separated and then cut in into that order which is why I think some of it maybe feels a bit off in terms of pacing but I would also argue that so I don't know if you guys watch Stranger Things the last season has been progressively longer and longer and longer episodes and the majority of the fan base have been criticizing it for being such a heavy watch like I could not sit and watch an hour and a half, nearly two hours of a TV episode. But for some reason, I can comfortably watch three episodes back to back. Right, which is basically the same thing. <laughs> that might That's just funny, be my yeah. weird brain, but... <laughs> yeah, at the studio, our um, our 
boss talks about um, viewer fatigue, you know, mm-hmm. and I think I think the episode does a good. I mean, these first three do a good job that it's broken up, um, mm. you know, that you're not you're not taking in too much per episode. And, and it's kind of like, all right, you have a break because here's, you know, credit. So you have that like release of tension mm-hmm. and then you can like focus again. You know what I mean, you don't get you don't get like lost and like okay, where are we again? Like okay, like you know, uh, you get that yeah. break, so you get the mental mental break as well. And I think that kind of helped you know make these episodes seem like they went by super fast to me. Like oh, so quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sure that's one thing they're probably looking at. What you're talking about the Stranger Things is probably like longer episodes. You're like, wow, these. When is it going to be over here? What's going? <laughs> checked out and you're checked out and you're not paying attention you know that's not good i have to admit that i was kind of doing that with the flashbacks in andor when the the canary children parts mm. i was kind of like looking at what time it was i'm like oh should i get up and get something to drink um i don't know i mean that's really and again i mean i've just been fatigued as hell for like a week and a half too so yeah that could johnny be a big part does of it. Johnny does get a free pass for having COVID <laughs> and recovering from COVID. That's were well, you not enchanted by the whole like Lost Boys, like um, Lord of the Flies? It was totally Lord of the Flies, wasn't it? Adultless. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm obsessed with like adult the, the, those ideas of like adultless societies where it's children forming their own hierarchy. Also, I turn the subtitles on because I'm a little bit little bit deaf. Um, <laughs> And I like watching things with subtitles. I was expecting the Canary to be translated and it wasn't. And I thought that was a very interesting choice. I like this idea of it's so unknown and so forbidden to speak about it that even we as the viewer are not allowed to know what's being said and how they're communicating. That was a that was a nice choice. Didn't they do that in um, that one Mel Gibson film, too, about the was it the Mayans? Apocalypto. Yeah. Didn't they do that with the language like you couldn't? even with subtitles on understand what they were saying maybe. Mm-hmm. wow i could be wrong oh, it's not a movie okay. i've seen oh but... okay i did kind of appreciate that aspect of it as far as you kind of just have to watch what they're doing to get an idea yes. of what they're talking about um young cassian like obviously was infatuated with the leader girl you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to put my little war paint on the same as her. And I thought that was kind of cool. Uh question that just popped in, though. Did he look like he was six years old? No. He looks like he's no. about 12. He looks about 12. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, he's pretty tall for a six-year-old man. I was like, you know, that picture of me and Leto. I was that short. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Would you believe it didn't dawn on me till the second episode that that was young Cassie and Andor? Like oh, it really? totally, it totally got me. Like, like the beginning of the second episode, I'm like, oh, this is him when he was a kid. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like huh. I, I was just like, because I did because it was Casa, right, with a K. Yes, like, Casa. Like, that's so his. That's like, actual name. Right, I did, and I'm like, who's Casa? I wonder if he's a Jedi. Why are we watching this? Like, why is this happening? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, babe. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Babe. I know. I know. Like, I'm totally like out of it. And then in the second episode, it just clicked. I even wrote it. I'm like, oh, it's him when he's a kid, and that's his sister he's looking for. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like, that's this is cool. You know, like 
that's funny. Because like, I was like, why are we watching these kids? Like, where, what do these kids fit into the picture? Like, I was, you know. I do think whoever's in charge of like production to then into editing has learned from the lesson of Boba Fett, where it was whole episodes that were flashbacks rather than. Yeah. What a flashback should be, which is a character is having a moment, is reminded of a thing. Here is us seeing the thing. Right. Right. No, yeah. then, I, then, I, yeah, then I caught on to that and I was like totally into the. I'm in it the now. I'm, I'm with it. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, they're doing all the little like you see one item in one scene and it, you see that same item in the next mm-hmm. uh, cut. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's good editing. Thank you very much. I'm for the lesson. <laughs> I, I wanted to talk about the beginning of the first episode, because I would argue whilst this concept was hinted at in Book of Boba Fett, this is arguably the most like brazen interpretation. A brothel? Like a full-on like red light district bubbles yes. with performers in on the street like in Amsterdam. Right. Like a, right. a brothel. That's what it... And I thought that was a really interesting to start with something so kind of a, adult. And that's that's my note here is like I think that sets the tone of this uh, this series is yes. going to be a little bit more for older mm-hmm. watchers. Mm-hmm. Which is a great point, Charlie. Like, yeah, like, I think we're on the same wavelength there. I think that sets, you know, like, hey... Look, I think we're going to be. Obi Wan seemed a little bit like more for the kiddies, but I think this a little this this series is going to be because Rogue One. Uh, uh, I mean, no spoilers here, uh, but <laughs> like it's 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 uh, darker tones and darker. Mm-hmm. And then and then, mm-hmm. guess what? Uh, spoiler: uh, all the uh, uh, heroes die, right? Like no, what? Like, really? yeah. what? The f- like a like, massive <laughs> massive quit. death on the rebel side, <laughs> and, and and I'm like. And I think that helps, like knowing that source material, right? And then, so like this whole, anyone could die. Look, look, at any moment. I mean, obviously not Cassian, but like anybody who he interacts with could, you know what I mean? And then, and then he shoots the two, the two guards, or he shoots the one guard, kills the other guy. But, um, you know, our hero isn't like straight up good guy, you know. So he might have to do what he's got to do to survive. Cool. I, I do love that immediately it was like right anti-hero that right mm-hmm. <laughs> he's his moral compass is weak and messy i could fix him <laughs> <laughs> awesome I've, i could i could make him happy <laughs> it's one of those characters which very like i'm not sure if you guys are aware of the concept of like the female gaze and the male gaze when it comes to like film and like visual stuff cassian is very the female gaze (laughs) Mm. which i enjoy also fun fact uh diego luna did the spanish dub for cassian oh nice oh Oh, cool which i love that that's cool yeah i mean it's hard to get the same actor to obviously Mm, very very hard yeah he's um He's very passionate about like his culture and I like be, seeing right? that supported in Star Wars. That makes me very happy. Um, did you guys get the Blade Runner vibe? I know I mentioned it when we were messaging. Oh yeah, day, Charlie, like the the beginning yes. with the rain and the blue and yes, and so and then even the brothel. Like I was like, oh my god, this is total like Blade Runner. And the girl comes out with her like bonsai tree hair. I loved it. Uh, yeah, I, it loved, I loved it so much. <laughs> it was very different, and it totally worked. Um, but yeah, like that whole that whole intro, like 
the, the two corpo guys following him down the hallway. That kind of gave me a little THX feel. Um, yes. Kind of, I don't know. It seemed like they were pulling from like the right source material, I think, to to create this this introduction to the show. But I do like the darker undertones for it. I also wanted to ask, I think you guys have both heard of the Star Wars Underworld show that George Lucas had been working on yes. years ago. I feel like maybe this is something that maybe not this exact thing, obviously, because it's a whole different crew of people and all of that. Mm. But I think that maybe this would be kind of what we would have seen in Underworld was, I mean, it, oh, yeah. it was a lot of what George talked about. I am so glad you brought that up. It's one of my like Star Wars, like special interests. I love Star oh. Wars Underworld. Mm. I see it. I absolutely see it. It makes me really, there are obviously some people who have kind of influence on what's going on that are here for the kind of deep cut George Lucas. Mm -hmm. It makes me very, very happy. Very, very happy. Something else that I really enjoyed, Leto, I thought you'd really appreciate this. I know you're one for like the little details. Um, a lot of the fashion choices, hairstyle choices and kind of accessory choices were all very 80s. Like oh, yeah. very, very 70s and 80s, a really, really nice nod to yeah. when Rogue One should have been shot, had it been shot in order of the original. Right. It definitely right. feels like they got the time period right. And, you know, the, the dude's got some chops on the side. You know? I was going to say there are sideburns for days <laughs> in these three episodes everywhere. Mutton chops right. everywhere you look. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. So, yeah, they definitely got the time period down. So it's, I mean, just to kind of like ballpark. So, I mean, how many, are we like a few years away from Rogue One? Or do we know like an actual? Isn't it five uh, years? Five years? Is that what, what we got? Yeah. I think. Okay. Cool. Oh, and, and speaking of these costumes, Charlie, like the, I really, uh, um, these, um, have we seen this uniform that's Empire? Are these even Empire guys? Like. No, like they're like source or something. Yeah, they're like contracted security. Like they're sort of like a middleman company. I think it's. I saw a video reference that it's meant to represent how thin the empire has stretched itself in an attempt to keep control over the galaxy. Like oh. it's gotten to the point where they've run out of troopers. They've run out of like heavy hitters. So now it's down to literally just a bunch of middlemen who look, who I think would look more at home in like a working men's club in the UK. Like uh, up north. Kind of like versus, a alert to me. The mall yes, top guy. That, yeah, yeah, I've seen a, I've seen that comparison thrown around a lot. It feels very absolutely underqualified for an overqualified job position. Yeah. Um, does that seem weird to you guys though that the Empire would be stretched so thin at this point? Because they're supposed to be like the iron fist, and then you just see a bunch of them kind of dicking around uh -huh. and like the sorry, I'm swearing like crazy. Uh, <laughs> screwing around, you know, in the Death Star and the Star Destroyers all just kind of standing around. Uh I I like to think it's all the smoke and mirrors. I like to think it's the present uh to the present to the general public and the commoners that we are strong and almighty when in fact barely got enough people to do like a walk round for the Death Star fourth floor. Like it's <laughs> okay. smoke and mirrors. I, I could get see it. that. Yeah. Very also, cool. if I'm not much mistaken at the same time in terms of timeline as Andor is happening, so is the Siege of Mandalore. Mm. 
which okay. I think is super cool. I would love to see. I wonder if that's going to be acknowledged. I wonder if there's going to be even any because any mention of Mandalorians outside of that would be pretty cool. Mando, maybe. So this is um, the Empire turning Mandalorian to glass. Then is that mm. okay? I'm I thought that was sure. that's the Night of a Thousand Tears, though. Not after. Like the Siege of Mandalore is season seven of Clone Wars. So it would be. Oh, oh is it? Is that the clone? Isn't it? Clone army? I might be mistaken. I'm not the best with. I think, no, I think you're probably talking about the Night of a Thousand Tears, maybe. That's when I think they. So. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Because I think that. Maybe. I don't know. Hell, I might be totally out of it here. <laughs> but that would tie that would tie like this story in with the Mandalorian, which I'm sure they'll touch on. So that that's you know, there'll be probably some if they talk about Mandalore in this show, I'm sure they'll reference it in the Mandalorian because they're gonna go there this third season, right? Maybe. Oh, Mandalore, yeah. That's possible. Maybe. I just popped in there, but I think uh, it would be cool if they throw any kind of Mandalorian stuff or rebels into uh, Andor just to, you know, they don't have to like do a whole. Yeah. I would like just maybe just a nod, a reference, a note. Because unfortunately all of these YouTube channels, bless their hearts that do all of these Easter egg videos. There ain't that many this time round, my friend. Oh boy. Oh, right. I've done no Easter egg. Oh yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to grab the Easter egg. Oh, okay, you go grab the Easter egg because I may have, I think I got like one, maybe? That's a very, very, very obscure reference to an old Star Wars video game. <gasps> Did you guys see this Easter egg? There was a cuddly banther. I want that <laughs> right now. It's, it's very soft. Give. Soft butt. Give. <laughs> you got to put Boba Fett on that one, huh? Like a bente. Um yeah, um Cassa had a little cuddly Cassian had a little cuddly banther on his bedside table. Mm-hmm. Which I'm oh. assuming is one of the only things he brought with him after being stolen by a lady yeah. kidnapped. What did she do? What was she think? She says, Oh, I'm gonna take this kid. Like what? Right. I'm the under the assumption she knew that because one of the Imperial soldiers had been killed by this child, little child army that they've got going on. Um, when the Empire eventually came to retrieve that ship that had crashed, they would find the children and just kill them anyway, because... So I'm assuming in her head she was like, if I take this boy, he'll be safe and he won't be killed like the rest of his tribe. tribe. Yeah. You know, you know what I was... The rest th- of them? That's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> it did seem a bit like, um, lady, please put the like the native child down. He's not yours. <laughs> I know. Like, what about like who, they obviously were born? Like, where's the mom? Where's the dad? They're aren't they going to be looking for him? According to canon, Cassian was orphaned at quite a young age before we check in with these flashbacks. So by that point, he's already lost his mother and his father. Hmm. So we got like a uh, uh, Mad Max thing going on where like there's probably a plane crash. All the parents died, but all the kids survived. And now, yeah, you know, they yeah. want to get to Never Never Land. There's like a few different <laughs> uh, shows and movies that have maybe that's what my issue was with with the Canary scenes was that I feel like I've seen it so many times in other uh, genres and stuff. Uh, there was like an old 
show with um, Luke Perry called Jeremiah, I think it was. And I think it was all kids, like all the adults died and it was just like the kids left and they were in this like dystopian situation and all of that. So maybe it's just something I've seen so many times that that's why I was kind of checking out on it a little. It is quite a common trope. Excuse Uh-oh. me. Sleepy time. No. <laughs> right. Star Wars time. Yes. No sleep. <laughs> no sleep we glue your eyes open. Star Wars. <laughs> but Please. can I say one thing? Once again, I got I got thrown for a loop, and and when those when those uh, guys came out of the were kind of like were at the ship that it, that crashed on um what's the name of the planet? Canari. Canari. And then there's like bodies hanging out, and they're wearing masks. I'm like, oh, are those Umbarans? Oh, nice. that would have been cool. <laughs> that would have been sweet, man. If the Umbarans just showed up just to be something, you know, a no. live action. But like, sadly, just a group of humans with serious jaundice problems. Yeah, just yeah. like yeesh. Worst. What happened? So was there like a virus on that ship? Maybe I like, think there was, like there a, was yellow... a gas thing. There was a gas leak when the ship it like dropped and exploded. Uh, oh, okay. Makes sense. Or the planet is top. No, because when Mara and her man and B2 Emo, who I will get to, sweet, sweet baby, protect him at all costs. Um, <laughs> when they're moving through the ship, Mara says the gas is diffused now. You can take the mask off. Like, Bemo says it's okay. You can. Right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, did you guys out. like Bemo? I love his stuttering. It's freaking, it just makes him adorable. Like the, it's yeah. the good old um it reminds me of Dio from Rise of Skywalker. I think it's a nice little it's a it's a nice little touch for that kind of innocence and mm, softness right. and sweetness in what is obviously an incredibly like harsh and horrible world. So I I'm always a sucker for that for emotionally imprinting on inanimate objects because droids don't actually have feelings because they're just robots and it's fine. <laughs> Star yeah. Wars knows their droids. They always get the droids right. They do. And then they're droids, but they humanize them. Or like, if you don't, if you're back there, I'm going to be, you know, if you're out screwing around, I'm going to be upset at you. Like mm-hmm. uh, the mom says to the droid, I'm like, oh. And yeah, him wheeling up to Cassian and being like, you're going? I'm going to be here on my own. Right. Yeah. They, they really it. know how to tug the heartstrings <laughs> with those droids. Um uh, what did you think of the like when he's rolling in to uh, the scene with the music? Like, what did you think of the music playing? Like, I can't pick, I can't play it in my head right now, but it was just like kind of quirky, fun little theme song. Yeah, it was a, a really kind of upbeat transition from this kind of dark and gritty, dirty brothel where we've just seen two people get murdered in a back alley. One of them accidentally. Right. It was quite brutal for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By God. I think that it's it's serious, but it's not super super serious. And I, mm. Star Wars always has to be a bit silly. I think that's one of the rules. I think that's one of the rules that George gave to Kathleen. He was like, it has to be silly. Yeah, right. always has to be a bit silly. <laughs> we have a dog peed on him, you know, and he zapped the dog. So yeah, it's that's typical Star Wars humor there. <laughs> It's not quite the farting, but it's it's close enough. Right. Um, the guy eating the bright blue noodles out of the out of the takeaway tub that was hilarious to me. Right. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty just funny. Just normal people doing normal things whilst working for a regime that's crushing and killing millions every day. 
You know, in speaking with that, are, are these guys cleaning up like the remnants of a battle or something? Kind of like that. Some of is that what those construction guys are kind of working on? Is um, yeah, see, I kind of took that as like uh, the scrapping stuff from the Fallen mm. Order game, like on Braca. Yeah, they're they're breaking apart old Imperial vessels to build a new mysterious creation in the middle of space that may or may not be bigger than a moon and require lots of metal. Possibly oh, a Death Star. Right. <laughs> um, for the Empire's cool. secret project, I think they're doing a lot of scrapping and because scavenging is a big theme in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. They seem to have a lot of um, recycling uh, themes going on, for sure. You know, Save the planet before you blow it up. Yeah, sounds. And there was another. <laughs> there's another theme. Recycle, oh. then obliterate the empire's way. <laughs> yeah, the, here it is. When 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 the uh, the guy, the um, I don't even know his name. The guy who's in charge of the of the the Renacops, the one that wants to like find Paul Blart. Yeah, Paul Blart. Right. <laughs> you know, so, sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes you have to take action when you know something's worse is about to happen if you do nothing. Mm, yeah, I did catch that line too. Yeah, that was something because I mean I think that's the whole thing. It's like I don't know things going on. I mean, and this is how like I don't know like recently what we got going on in Europe. I mean, not to get political or whatnot, but like you know. They were standing there, like they amassed their army, right? And like the Russians did in Ukraine, and they're sitting there forever. We did nothing, you know. And then they crossed the border, they took over, and and now, I mean, and they're battling and everything. And it's just like, um, you know, maybe we should have done something before they freaking invaded Ukraine. Because look, now it's going to be like years and years, mm. you know. But we can't because they're going to start nuclear wars. I get it, but. <laughs> But like you know, but like so, let's go back to Star Wars. You know, um, this guy knows that there's something up with this guy that killed these two, right? And, yes. Uh, and it, he's he's connected. There's something going on there. I, I haven't I didn't catch it all. I'd like I haven't listened to other podcasts. I just watched the three episodes, one run, and like I, I know you guys know the answers to the questions, but like. Um, there's some reason that he wants to find this guy who did this because he knows that if he doesn't, it's going to get worse. Or is this like the first time it's happened or what? Like I mean, the young lad who's super obsessed with Cassian and finding him, his name is Cyril. Cyril. <laughs> that's what it is. I was like, <laughs> Which is an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Is it as I... interesting as Tim? Tim. <laughs> Tim, Tim, nice but dim. Um, <laughs> Very good. I was particularly fascinated by Cyril's choice to upgrade his wardrobe and adjust his uniform. Right. Like the little diva that he is. Absolutely love that. But I wonder if it's yeah. one of those like show don't tell things of maybe he's going to betray the Empire. Maybe, mm. you know, he's the one who's different. He's the one who thinks slightly more outside the box and quite clearly because well I say quite clearly he did he did screw up a bit at the end um right they were a little right. inept I would I would think but the Very one guy inept. the one guy had a the his his the bigger guy the guy with the chops was like 
you know, he he had the right idea, but he just didn't know how to execute. Yeah. I totally so, got that vibe of Cyril maybe being a uh, turncoat at some point. That was some very Hux behavior. Yeah. He's going to come out next episode. I'm the spy. Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to say it. <laughs> When I tell you, I've made it through the entirety of Rise of Skywalker at the cinema without cringing, and I've been really enjoying myself, and then that happened, and I went... Mm, right? <laughs> okay, I guess. <laughs> we have to talk about one of my favourite actors of all time, Stellan Skarsgård. Yes. Oh, yeah. What a fantastic performance. Absolutely, he's brilliant. He's like he's like magic. Whatever he touches is incredible. Like obviously, mm. but just ah. Also, swear words in Star Wars. Rude word, bastard. <laughs> G- goodness me. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've I've seen people like kind of get mad about the the shit one, and I'm like, it didn't really. I didn't have an issue with it, and at all i just oh. saw people on twitter saying stuff and i'm like really like i mean han you know not that hell is all that bad of a word but back in the empire strikes back in what uh 19 that 80 i think it was 1980 he's like i'll see you in hell you know it's it's no different than that i think uh poe said damn a few times in the sequel trilogy so it's he like, did yes but people are like these aren't star wars words well, neither is hello or there or, you know what I mean? <laughs> like every word in and the there it is. saga. So. Oh my gosh. And it didn't feel out of place either when he said that word either. Like it just no. felt conversational to me. Like it wasn't like, oh, we're going to throw the swear word in here and people are going to love it. No, it's just no, natural it was way a, of speaking. It was a moment of, will you forget about the stupid box and please come with me so you're not going to die? Right. So I think the use of that word was perfectly appropriate given the circumstances. Right. Okay, so like uh let me see if I got this straight. He was he was trying to sell that box mm-hmm. to um Skarsgard mm-hmm. so he could get the money to pay that guy so he could ship something discreetly. Am I wrong? I think to leave, I thought to, to leave the planet. Yeah. So so he's to the pay package? off his debt and leave. Okay, to, so he can go find his sister. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then and then he, did he borrow a ship then to go to that uh, Blade Runner planet? Is that? Yeah, he yeah. has. Um, he has a friend who works in the junkyard. A friend who occasionally allows him to borrow slash take <laughs> temporarily the ships one of the ships out of the junkyard and that's how he ended up going they have like a whole conversation where the shipyard guy is like i don't want to know what you're doing i don't want to know where it's been just pay me and leave got it so there's a lot of um there's a lot of like quid pro quo in this society this planet that he lives on there's a lot of like everyone is aware of what's going on everyone knows who the bad guys are and it's i'll help you if you help me but it appears that cassian's given himself quite a lot of debt and hasn't been able to pay anybody off and i'm assuming this imperial tracking box thing whatever it is um is like big money mm-hmm. and he got that when he was a kid when he was smashing he stole that from an imperial ship or the wreckage of an imperial ship 
or just a imperial ship um, by simply putting a uniform on and walking in. Yeah. Because the Imperial is so useless at this point and so weak at the edges and weak at the seams that he can just pop a hat on, pop a uniform in and just walk in and take whatever he wants. Camouflage. Yes. Nice. Take from right under their noses, the old Robin Hood thing. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and I didn't get the relationship with Bix and and uh, Colleen and and now uh, this Skarsgård, how does she know about Cassian's, his whole background? And Oh, they had a previous relationship. Yeah, they, uh, had, they had a tell, thing. Like, there was some uh, tension between those two that you could definitely pick up on. Lots of, uh, lots of leaning on desk tension and very, very close to one another sorts of tension. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Whilst Tim stands in the back, like... <laughs> right. <laughs> like... Figuring out how he's going to put a tracker on her because he's a creepo. Yeah. Also, things got a bit. Things got a bit spicy, a bit, a bit raunchy. She walked in the house and said, "I'm taking my clothes off." Right. right on. And we are not going to talk about where I've been for the last two days, but I am going to take my clothes. Off. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. old, the old distraction. <laughs> <laughs> and then she wakes up and finds him sitting there doing the. We need to talk. Oh. <laughs> oh, and then she asks about calf. Is that the first time we hear the word calf in Star Wars outside of like the EU books? Yeah, I assumed I didn't realize there was coffee in Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, and all like the it's... old expanded universe stuff, they're always like pouring cups of calf and Oh wow. So it's kinda cool to hear that spoken in Star Wars. Yeah, I thought that was a good nod to the the caffeine. I had no fingers. idea. Thank you for share. Oh my gosh. Hmm. I have to say, um, Bix, uh, you know, Adria was it Ajorna? You know, uh, she was um, really easy on the eyes. She's oh, pretty. Yeah. yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, like me. Good. Yeah. I was like, where, where does she been? Like, and then found out she's she's Puerto Rican. So, all right, oh, ah. <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> she's a. Uh, she reminds me. She's got that same kind of like sort of gritty beauty that like Daisy Ridley had as Ray. It, the two mm-hmm. felt quite similar to me. It might just be because I'm a huge Ray fan. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I see her everywhere because I miss her. <laughs> well, I'm a. No. Big- Bix fan, so <laughs> there are there are some some really pretty individuals in this show. Very nice, very very nice casting. Right, For real. Also, again, like I know, like, obviously, Johnny, your wonderful new wife is a huge Harry Potter fan. Was she happy to see Fiona Shaw? You know, what's funny is I actually had to tell her who it was. She's like, and then she's like, how no, you didn't. Hell? She's like, how the hell did I not? catch that and i'm like i don't know because i knew i knew she was like familiar looking i had to google who she was and i'm like oh okay and but yeah she was like she was kind of disappointed in herself that she didn't catch it Uh, immediately i was like nick that's aunt petunia that is that is aunt petunia it was filmed in uh, pinewood studios in london so a lot of the kind of sub characters that you see and the side actors there's a lot of like British people. There's a lot of actors who've been in Doctor Who episodes. The old man with the white moustache who sits with Mr. Stellan Skarsgård's character on the bus and is trying to talk to him. 
he's in a few Doctor He's in a Doctor Who episode. He was so familiar to me. Yeah, his yeah. hat. Doctor his Who hat. episode. I could not possibly tell you which one. I'm pretty sure it's one of the Christmas ones. But yes. His, his, uh, his, his costume was so, like, different that, like, if it was a different for a reason, you know? Because he was, you know, he just looked like he was wearing, like, a British, like, I don't know, like a derby hat. Mm-hmm. You know? It was a little pork pie hat. <laughs> <laughs> it was very British man in the 80s. It was a nice little kind of nod to the way kind of Brits dressed back then. That okay. Very right. like, especially like working, like working men. And... Um, but yeah, Fiona Shaw was great. Uh, I'm curious so to know, like, is she connected to the rebellion or is she just doing her own thing? be interesting to see where that character goes it made me sad seeing how like beaten up and tatty bimo looks now mm. compared to how like shiny and new he was in the flashbacks and now he's i'm guessing that's why he has the stutter because he's kind of on his last wheels um yeah. also as we've learned from c3po droids have a tendency when they've been used for an extended period of time and past when they're supposed to be used they develop neuroses they develop like mental health droid mental health problems basically right like dio has like anxiety and 3po also has crippling anxiety and like (laughs) poor babes yeah really and r2 was like all depressed when yeah hiding under that tarp so that's one of the saddest bits in star wars i'll be honest oh yeah lito you got any other notes on this Yes, um, that's what a reckoning sounds like. Yeah. 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 It's giving Terminator when people smack on the ring for Kenny Omega. That's what they think of. Nice. (laughs) But no, it was a really powerful, like, like, there's strength in masses. No matter how many galaxies you conquer, how many Death Stars you build, there's power in the people. And I think that's a really, really important message. Especially at the moment. People oppressed forever for your means. They're going to want their lives and they're going to want their freedoms and they're going to want their, you know, their, their futures. And, and, and you can't, you can't keep people down forever. They're going to rise up, you know. When, when Mara's talking to the security and she's making them proper sweat about it, she's like, oh, you should be worried. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you know, just wait till it stops. Right. <laughs> yeah, she she played that part so freaking well. Mm-hmm. Those guys were sweating. Yeah, I mean, it just talking about that part. It's like, okay, you've got your obviously she knows she's in the know of like this underground movement, right, mm-hmm. or whatnot, and she knows how like everyone. I, we don't see. I'm sure there's been meetings. Like, I'm sure there's this whole backstory of what she knows about like. But, you know, and then, then she's got these guards in her house. I mean, and she keeps her cool and stuff. But, like, it just gets me thinking, like, what 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 would you say to, you know, and these guys are new and, and, and they're not they're not experienced and tell, you know, how would you feel, like, when your enemy is at your, in your house? That would be, mm. that'd be a crazy experience in my, in my head. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't last. Yeah. <laughs> she keeps her, yeah. I'd cave pretty quickly, probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they invade her, her her place, and 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 they you know they tear up her house, and like 
uh, you know, they invade her privacy and her safe space. And then she was just, just so, there. yeah, she was controlled. She was calm. Like that's mm. what makes me think there's a lot more to her than, than we know yet. Cause obviously she doesn't have anything to hide in her house or she would have maybe panicked. Oh, a no. little. Yeah. And the fact that Canary is so unknown, she like the spear and the little toy bantha were not items of interest. Like there were even arguments amongst the security guards whether Canary was a real planet or not. Mm. Or like if the Canary people were real and oh no, well that's not, it says this on his form and very, very, very good writing. Despite it being I saw somebody describe it as despite there being no space wizards, um <laughs> It never felt particularly boring or disinteresting. I was kind of actively engaged with each stage of the episode and as the story moved forward. And now I just wanted to be next week so I can watch the next episode. <laughs> and now yeah, we're I'm, only going to get one episode a week. Rude. Right? <laughs> I'm like confused. <laughs> yeah. Are these episodes coming out on Wednesdays or Fridays? Yeah. It seems like Star Wars is just Wednesdays now. Or so yeah, so it's Star Wars Wednesdays. Okay, because I'm like looking at IMDb and it's like next one's coming out on Friday and then after that they come out on Saturdays. Huh? So, so they're wrong then? Yeah. I, they didn't IMDb wrong. can be edited by members of the public like Wikipedia, right. so don't sure. trust I, everything. Uh, right. And then and then I, I look up some other uh, websites and stuff and they have those news articles about it and you got to, you know, scroll all the way past the, the ads. And they're like, oh, yeah, and then next three episodes come out next Wednesday. And I'm like, well, we get three more episodes next Wednesday? Like, what's going uh, on? Like, I, so I'm like, I figured I'm going to go to the you guys. You guys would know. And I just assumed it was Wednesday because that's what they've been doing for, uh, what, Boba Fett and Obi-Wan. So would I be? Oh, it seems to be Wednesdays, yeah. September 28th, October the 5th, October the 12th. Okay. 12th, 19th, 26th, 2nd. Did I read yeah, it wrong? I and that's know. an article from three days ago. Okay, that's an article. Like a rundown of the weeks, but I didn't focus on the day, so. Yeah, it seems to be a Wednesday. Because, yeah, it's Star Wars Wednesdays, Marvel Thursdays, because She-Hulk comes out on a Thursday. And I forget every time I wake up on a Wednesday and go, She-Hulk, no. <laughs> <laughs> One more day. Oh, about the... Uh... The, the townspeople too like banging on all the stuff what did you guys think of the the guy with the hammers who took his job so seriously it was awesome campanology in star wars finally <laughs> so finally. Cool. it almost looked like he was pounding on a big chunk of beskar too it felt very viking yeah exactly like really kind of I'm assuming because Star Wars because it's such a droid heavy world it's obviously a community that values the contributions of its human participants so I like to think that he takes this job so seriously because it is his job and nobody could do it except for him even a droid even a droid and it's like I guess it's this whole power of the people thing it's his call in the morning and it's his call in the evening and it it's like this whole yeah it felt very tribe very Mutualistic. Very good. Yeah. yeah I love very, that. very Viking, especially the really big breathing. Don't ask me why I do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay, yeah. I must have been looking at the wrong month or something. Because <laughs> you're right. I'm sorry, Lito. Right. I don't mean to keep no, calling you out like this. I've only been I back need... five minutes, and <laughs> I, I'm like, no, wrong. You, I knew you guys would know the right the right answer, right? and Charlie, of course. Very good. Thank you for setting me straight. I guess so. Yeah, they're they're right. They're on IMDb. They got the right dates. Oh, they do. So yeah, they're Wednesdays. Oh. Sweet. I I was like lost. I'm like, what's going on? Like, I don't know. What's... Hmm. <laughs> That's weird. Maybe you were half asleep when you looked at it. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Um. I thought that. Um, that Andor really um, did a good job of starting to be like its own, like like its own story, like its own. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, there wasn't like a lot of. I mean, they didn't show the Empire. I was like waiting for just like when they when they when they um when they. They stole the kid, and they were in their ship. And like, I'm like, okay, there's, we're gonna see a Star Destroyer. We're gonna see something. Mm-hmm. Like, there was nothing. There was like, everything was unique. All the ships were unique. I think there was an A wing, and that's it. That's what I, all I can remember. Even their their little drop ship looked a little bit like Clone Wars esque. You know, didn't look Empire built, uh, Clone War era type. You know, um, oh, like a small version of like the gunships. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. So I and in their their dress, I mean, we didn't see a we didn't see a, a stormtrooper. We saw the new new costumes or new uh, uniforms for the for the Empire guys. So it's just like it's doing a good job. And and even then, you know, um, but I did think like, oh, I've seen that um, their masks that they were wearing, uh, Fiona and her consumer husband or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, oh, hey, is that the same mask from Saw Gerrera? Oh yeah, right. I, I caught that too. Yeah, just because you know, because he's he's like you know. Are you guys excited to see him in the series? Because I am. Yeah, I can. I definitely I can def- am. I don't know how he's going to fit into it all though, because he. The, I don't see how he could know um, Cassian because it didn't seem like they knew each other in Rogue One. But I mean, whatever. If we get to see Saw Gerrera, I'll be happy. And I'm sure they know what they're doing. They'll they'll write it the right way. <laughs> They seem to be so far. A- another thing that I really loved, um, this is something that really like gets me, and it was one of the things that bothered me about the Galactic Star Cruiser, like the ride at Disney. Star Wars needs to look like dirty. It needs to look yeah. messy and chipped and lived in, and all of the costumes, all of the, like the Canary children's costumes, the set dressing, everything down to the smallest detail looked used lived in worn and messy and that is something to me that is so essential for like the kind of aesthetic of star wars it can be clean and pristine but that's like the empire that's like where you get that contrast and that really beautiful like dirty millennium falcon versus sleek death star hallways like it's mm-hmm. becomes a whole allegory for the storytelling beautiful no this felt like they'd put a real amount of time and effort into building these environments to be really really authentic oh stunning yeah yeah the the contrast of like the corpo guys kind of taking that imperial space there yeah they're all clean and shiny and everything and then like the brothel of course is going to be a cleaner place and then you go into the town um was it ferric 
Ferrix? Something Ferrix. like that. Where Cassian lived, and then you get like the the usual dirty, gritty, yeah, lived in, and all of that. So it was like, yeah, it was a perfect balance. Um, it, I don't know. I've I've heard a lot of people saying that it's like it doesn't feel Star Warsy to them, and I'm like, it kind of does. I mean, we're just you know we haven't seen the Empire or that kind of stuff. But just because there's no lightsabers. <laughs> kind of need a lightsaber though, but you know that's just me being spoiled. <laughs> I want a lightsaber. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's Star Wars to me. So Oh massively. Yeah. And it's I love like the just it it, it kind of gave me a born identity kind of feel to it as well, the way Cassian mm. was when he fought those corporal guys in the first episode where he headbutts the guy and throat punches the other one and I'm like, this is totally Jason Bourne kicking some ass. So it is a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, I want to see. I, I want to see a space motorcycle. I want to see a train heist. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a speeder bike, right? Oh yeah. There was they, a speeder they bike. Took off yes. On the speeder bike. Yeah, they got away. I like that part. Yeah, me too. Watching the corpo guy get yanked across the floor of that warehouse by that chain and his head smacking mm-hmm. into that bit of metal. They are really pushing what I'm used to seeing in terms of like violence from Star Wars. Like in Kenobi, we had like a full neck snap, like in full view, front and center. Now we've got people being like, like rims, like limbs, like yanked off and heads crushed and I like it. I know. I was just going to say, it I'm makes not me so a violent happy. person, but ooh. I love the violence. I don't know what to tell you. It it just it's nice to see because you know a lot of people, including myself, when Disney took Star Wars over, you know, and bought it. I I'm know like, this ah. was a huge like concern from the fan base. Was is it yeah. going to just become this family friendly PG, super squeaky nice? Nah. No, I mean it can have that. It has that here and there, but then. You know, I think our first glimpse was Rogue One Vader, uh, right. just <gasps> cutting down the rebel scum and all of that. And then, like you just said, Charlie, the next snapping Vader did and Kenobi, and it's just like, yeah, okay, keep keep raising that bar. I'm good with it. I yeah, mean, I don't, we don't need blood and guts or anything like the Expendables movies, but no, I think this is a really good showing of the violence in Star Wars. You know, like it's it should have some violence. I 100% agree. <sighs> oh, yeah. Like, you know, full explosions at the end of episode three where there's bodies flying in the air and this poor, poor Sybil's just stood there. Right. Realizing that he now has to explain to his mustachioed superior why 20 men are dead and one ship is down. Mm-hmm. Poor boy. Poor, poor boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it was funny. Uh, when he was uh, Cassian put the, the gun to his head, you know, when he caught him and he's like, how many men you got? He's like, I'm not telling you. And the one guy's like, shoot him. Kill him. Right. He's like, Do it. 12. No, wait, 14. <laughs> it was very um, good, Anakin. Good. Yes. Kill him now. <laughs> it, re- it reminded totally me of the Princess right. Bride. He's like, give us the gate key. He's like, I have no gate key. Fez like, rip his arms off. Oh, you mean this gate key? <laughs> oh that's good yeah so. 
there is a blooper from the Princess Bride of Andro the Giant and he sits and he's waiting and they say action and he starts speaking his lines but he says them in French and he stops and puts a giant hand over his mouth and goes, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm speaking French, we can do it again. <laughs> and it, it's just, it's such a pure, pure precious moment. Oh, that's so good. Sorry, that was a wild 180. My apologies. No, 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 no. no. Go for Andre it. the Giant, man. He's, uh, I heard he was such a sweet guy. So, so that's so cool lovely. to hear that little story. Yeah, what's crazy is like around the time the Princess Bride came out, he was a bad guy in the WWF. <gasps> so, it, it was hard to that's like. That's not watch very it. kayfabe. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so he comes out in this movie and we're like, wait, but he's. One of Bobby the Brain Heenan's henchmen. It's like, but he's such a cool <laughs> dude in this movie. It's like it's hard, you know. It was, it, you know, it took a. He's a heel, or or what? Right, the heels of the bad guys. Or, yeah. Right? And uh, I'm like, but he's so cool. He's so funny, and he's, you know, he's saving the day. Like, all right, we're just gonna like him in this movie. But when we go back to <laughs> WWF, we're gonna be mad at him for beating up Hulk Hogan. What do you guys think's going to happen next? What do you think we should expect in the next few episodes? You know what? And that's what's cool about these three episodes. It's like, I have no idea. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know I know. I mean? Same here. Perfect. Perfection. Yeah, that's, that's a good, it's a good way to do these three episodes. They leave you with nothing. I mean, he's going to probably get um, some train kind of training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Training montage. Yes. Nice little. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Struggling at first to like, you know, lift the water out of the well or whatever. But then (laughs) after the song, he's doing it like nothing. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I want a fully choreographed like musical number from Stellan Skarsgård. (laughs) Please. That would be. (laughs) And that that one guy up at the tower. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. The Ooh, I'm getting total Rocky vibes now. Yeah. Andor could be running up a mountain while that guy's beating on the drum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I can't wait till next right. time. Right. <laughs> Confirmed. Episode four. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> Official Disney leak. Yeah. When you don't, when you don't give us anything to chew on, we're just gonna, you know, go to what's done talk. before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute nonsense. And or Balboa. What do you think, yes. Kelly? What, what is, what, what's coming up on the uh, on the agenda in the show here? A couple of people turning to, you know, you could you could because you know you, you uh, in um, in uh, the Manda, uh, what, uh, Boba Fett, you could tell like um, who was that that, that turned. Oh, he called it right away. Um, oh no, in Kenobi, that Reva was going to turn. Kenobi, that's what it was. Yes. Oh right. Reva, yeah. Um, my bets so far are on Sybil. Um, okay. any man who is that meticulous about both his manicure and his lapels is a not straight and b absolutely not working for the Empire. <laughs> he just doesn't like the Brock bureaucracy or whatever of it red tape i think first and foremost going to his superior and being like two of our men have been murdered and his superior immediately responds with we won't say anything our crime statistics are getting looked at so we'll just leave it this time i think that was a real sort of oh well i'll try and fix it myself well 
I can't fix it myself. What do I do now? Yeah, or it made it I think worse. that's relatively. Um, I think Cassian's going to meet another lady who's going to cause him some problems. That's um, my prediction. I, I think they're going to keep this whole womanizer thing going. Mm. Interesting. Because it's not particularly... Sex and relationships are quite taboo in Star Wars. Obviously, we've kind of only ever hung out with the Jedi. And there's like, you know, there's that little smooch between Rey and Kylo, but it's not really anything serious. Whereas now, I think because we're in a bit more of an adult and less Jedi-heavy era of Star Wars currently, it's nice to see the sort of more normal, relatable things being explored. Do you think he's going to find his sister in season one? No, I think it's going to be like ships in the night. Like they're just going to, every time he reaches a planet, she's just left. Every time he like breaks into a, like a cell or a home, she's just gone. Or Can I, I wonder if we'll even see her as an adult until the second season. I wonder if they're going to keep like the kind of reveal, if it's going to be a slow, slow burn. How many episodes per season? Twelve. Twelve. Bloody hell. Then, yeah. yeah. I want to make a prediction on his sister. Do. She's Mystic gonna, Johnny. She's going to be working for the Empire. <gasps> oh. Ooh. I'm probably Damn totally it. wrong, but screw it. <laughs> That's really... Why didn't I think of that? That's genius. Wow. Or not. It, it absolutely fits with the tone of the story that they're trying to tell. Like, this idea that he's come up against so much in his life... And every time he tries to take a step forward, he's going to come up against something else. And that fits really nicely into that narrative. Ooh. So, so um, did I miss something? Like, how do we know she's alive? We don't. That's okay. the thing. Is I mean, he's looking for her, but as far as we know, as as of right now, um, in the Canari scenes, is he was taking taken off of there by. Was it Morva? Marva? Mara. Mara. And uh, so maybe he just assumes his sister was taken off of there at some point. Yeah. When he's in the brothel and he's speaking to the lady who comes over and talks to him, um, he asks about a Canary girl specifically. Mm -hmm. And I think the brothel lady identifies that there was a Canary girl working here a couple of months ago. Oh, right. Yeah. So maybe he's just putting that together, that that's being his sister. Yeah, I think he must be because Canary is so unusual and it's something that he's tried to hide. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming Nick theorized that potentially I think Canary used to be a mining planet for the Empire. And I'm assuming that their mining for materials for the Death Star caused the planet some great catastrophe. Um. I think that's that's where the whole so obviously maybe like the empire tried to bury the planet and bury its existence because you know thousands of thousands of people potentially died and they you know no one's left it's a dead planet it's a barren planet it's cursed whatever so i'm assuming knowing that his sister is canary is quite a unique lead to follow which is why he's in all these grimy little back streets in the middle of nowhere i guess makes sense to me very cool um, I thought it was cool to actually see um, their like air traffic controller stations, you know, like in, <laughs> that 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 they've got, you know, 
you go from 6,000 feet to 5,000 feet. He's all over the place. (laughs) Airplane. (laughs) The airplane. Yeah. So anyways, it's cool to see that they've actually got some sort of, you know. It's nice to see those gaps filled in for the parts of Star Wars where a lot of us are like, yeah, but how how do they how do they land the planes? Yeah. <laughs> where do the planes go? Right. Good to know that they're yeah not so sophisticated. They've got radar or, or whatever, you know, about to be jammed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tracking. Yeah, someone's got to sit there and do the dirty work. I've got to run all the scans all night. Be drinking a lot of calf doing that job. <laughs> oh, a lot of calf. Right. But it's kind of cool though to see a lot of the. Like, Lito, you always kind of joke around about those types of jobs in Star Wars. Like, you know, where's the uh, unionized people and all this kind of stuff? And now you're kind of seeing it. So it's kind of cool. It's building, yeah, the the mundane jobs, right? You know, the transport guy. I hope we get to see, like, Death Star construction, even if it's, like, the final stages, because obviously it's kind of nearly the end of it being built, or at least the first one being built. I would like to see some death star how like how do you because all we ever saw was like you know these because like, obviously they painted the backgrounds in the original films like we see in empire when they're building the second one you see like from a distance mm-hmm. that it's half completed i would like to see like the kind of the processes that go into that that'd be oh also i know he's not been mentioned in the casting but what's the chance of seeing mads mickelson's character from rogue one since at this point he'd be captured and being forced to you know build the death star oh uh galen or so yeah thank you yeah that'd be kind of cool for real you'd have to think they would touch on some of that Mm, or even like a young gin like i'm really not sure whether this is just like a cassian and only cassian or i just don't know (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then when when does he get a K2SO? Is that going to happen this season? Or I heard he's not going to be in season one. Yeah, there's an actor credited for K2SO. Is huh. there? Yeah. Huh. But it's not uh, and, and, God, uh, Alan Andy. Tudyk? Alan Tudyk, yeah. Yes, it is. Really? Yeah. For, for season one? Not for season, uh, apparently. Uh, huh. So it's going to happen in this season. Maybe. I'm nice. not confirming that. So what's going to happen to B2 when uh, K2 shows up, though? <laughs> we don't want to know. <laughs> I just bought the damn action figure of B2, so he's got to be around for a while. Is B2 like the same type of droid from Knights of the Old Republic droid? The first the astromech? Yeah. He's, I think he's definitely an astromech droid. Mm. It's the same same style, like a little Wally version of an astromech droid. Something like that. He looked familiar. Yeah, he's like an R2 and a gonk. Mm. Ah. Yeah. Kind of shelved together. They've Disney have already released like sure you guys have seen like i've got a little like r2 and a bb8 and a do they've just released one for, uh, for bmo did they already yeah a little remote control one i need him i might have to buy that one too that's 
That's great. Is he the first like English speaking astromech droid? I think so. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people point out how interesting it is that he's had a translator chip put in him that allows his like binary to be translated into basic and other than like C-3PO and maybe Dio, who was more of an assistant droid than like any kind of astromech. Yeah. It changes the aspect of it because, you know, you don't have to just listen to some droid. Nothing against BB-8 or R2. They're both amazing. But, you know, the the beep boop beeps, you know, you can actually hear him be like, hey, hey, Cassian, what's up, man? (laughs) (laughs) You're back. He's like a it's it's like golden retriever. If a golden retriever was a droid, like a slightly old, slightly graying, little bit wobbly golden retriever. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? Are you back yet? When are you coming home? Can I come with you, please? <laughs> I come. I help. <laughs> um, one little thing I noticed in this there's a lot of humans, uh, human, you know, not a lot yes. of aliens. In this um, in this series so far, so there you know, was maybe, one part I thought there were a lot of aliens. But went into bar, and then like when and Andor gets um, kind of shaken down for some cash, there's one big gigantic mm. uh, alien. You just oh. said I was supposed to stand here. <laughs> that part was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the deal with that, Lido? There's not a lot of aliens running around. Uh, maybe because uh, it's a it's a lot of money to 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 put these people in costumes, and they probably took that money to make the sets because the sets Disney. look they got yeah money. yeah but still they got a budget they got to st- try to stay into and uh, a lot of makeup when you put people in costumes so yeah uh, let's get more people more humans so it's cheaper to have them just clothe them and then have to put makeup on them. So they could some, just like CGI some aliens into these scenes, then maybe. Uh, yeah, but you know, I, know. We're, I guess we're too smart of viewers now, and we, <laughs> we could catch the CGI and hey, call I it will, out. I will be less smart if it means more aliens. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair trade. Yeah, <laughs> there was a, there was there were those little those little guys. I mean, we saw those those little aliens. Uh, I mean, not aliens, but like creature creatures or different non-human uh characters i guess running you know at the battle they kind of like got shot at and running around um in the third episode you remember that Mm -mm. no vaguely are those like the the little short guy that was talking to the guy behind the window yeah i think there was like three of them or something think i know who you're talking about they reminded me of something out of like the 70s i can't think of like buck rogers or something but it was really (laughs) like the way they spoke was funny if i if i'm thinking of the same people you are i don't i can't picture them yeah i think that i thought there was a scene where there were a lot of aliens in in the town but maybe i'm wrong um that would be my only real i guess gripe would be Mm. lived in but too human maybe like get some get some more uh bases in there no jawas in this episode no on a scavenger style style planet you'd think there'd be a jawa cruising around i wonder if they're mostly only suited to like hot planets like jakku and tatooine i wonder if it's like a species specific thing that they can't really stray further than yeah it's possible i don't know never seen them on coruscant so 
That's true. That might be, uh, they just like the sand planets. It's good for their fur. <laughs> Very furry. <laughs> Very furry. <laughs> I never imagined them to be furry. So that's like a whole other level. Thank you, Panimoto. We really <laughs> needed that, babe. <laughs> I mean, I kind of want to know what they look like now. <laughs> do you? Do you really? <laughs> I do. I hate not knowing. <laughs> All right. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about with this episode? or? My, my my very very last thing was like who, and it doesn't really need to it doesn't really matter but like who put the chain on their dropship? Oh, that guy what? that uh, Cassian talked to towards the beginning. Okay, that's what the, I figured it was the guy that was like yeah the, the big guy with 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 the gloves who was like oh yeah I'll follow your drinking story I was so offended that you wouldn't drink and then I hit you and then you fell asleep. I loved that part too, by the way. <laughs> that was good. That was yeah. that was two best friends being like, don't tell the missus where I've been, right? So you say that I was here and then... <laughs> Whatever you do, I did not fall asleep in the back garden. <laughs> yeah, he attached like the crap to the back of the ship and made it explode. It was a night, yeah. again, it was this whole like power for the, like power to the people. Everyone pitches in, everyone helps. You don't need to be like a Jedi <laughs> to defeat the bad guys. And they all do their part. Like, like they yeah. prepared for this or they've maybe done it before. I don't know if they've done it before. Probably just more of a preparation. Like, okay, mm. if this kind of thing goes down, you know, you go here, we do this. Yeah. I bought it. I didn't think that, it was like yeah, that, that, it, it feels like the rebel way really, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, they weren't getting off that planet, you know? Nope. You know, once they decided to, you know, enforce their will, they were, they were, you know, they were going to, they weren't going to make it. And it's all Sybil's fault. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It is all his fault. Because he's the spy. Sucks to suck. (laughs) (laughs) Sucks to suck. (laughs) All right, we going to wrap up? Yeah. And Please take the microphone away from me. All I've done is talk at the two of you for this whole episode. I'm so sorry. What are you talking about, man? Yeah, we, th- we asked you a couple questions. You've only been correcting Lido. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> just, don't, no, I needed it. Complex no, now. I, I was like, I'm. you know what? I'm just going to watch this once, absorb what I can, and then get all the answers from, from Charlie and, and John. Because, like... <laughs> That's how I'm going to handle it, you know? I'm glad to be of service. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and try to, try to, you know, because I mean, like, I have no idea what's going on. Like, what what is the story about? Like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> I mean, we're kind of right there with you, man. Yeah. It's I just, don't know either. Yeah. I mean, that's what makes it fun is just like, yeah, I mean, Charlie, you kind of touched on that where it's like it's a prequel, but. We don't really know what the heck's going to go on for these yeah. nope. 12 or 24 episodes. I guess, what, 21 episodes now? Two seasons, so. We know what came before and what comes after, but this one particular middle pocket of time, we have no idea. Right. And that's no, I... so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all yeah. in. I'm, I'm mm. digging the Andor show. Um, am I... I don't think I'm necessarily, like, where I was with the Mandalorian when it came oh, out. No. But I don't need to be. You know, this is no. a different storytelling and 
uh, time of the Empire and all of that. So it's just, it's fun. Uh, I'm excited about it. Me too. Okay, so I'm in the right wavelength then. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, good. Because I'm like, man, what am I missing? <laughs> oh, you're not missing anything. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, no, dude. Like, am I, am I missing all the references? And like, what's going on? No. Do I know Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Star Wars. <laughs> it's like, I, I know people that do. Well, there you go. There um, all right. Well, we're going to wrap up. Oh, did you want to give them an update on where we're at as far as the, the, the fantasy? Star Wars fantasy? Sure. Okay. Real like quick. the hair. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's been in a ponytail all day. My head hurts. <laughs> so we got um, the only two teams that matter, the Scruffy Nerf Herders in the lead. <laughs> oh, in the lead. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice, um, nice, nice. You see it? Yes. Okay, so right here is all that matters. Uh, the Scruffy uh, Nerf Herders is winning uh, 342 points. Uh, and then the Lito's Ronto Rappers are right below with uh, oh, so you're like like right about there. 12 points behind. Yeah, I, I got. I was the beneficiary of the um, bonus points this week. Right. Um, yeah, we, we, we made a change to our uh, scoring system. Uh, the Star Wars characters that correlates to the NFL players uh, that give the bonus points. Um, if you heard the episode previous to this one, you know how the bonus points work. They only go to the losing team of the, uh, the, for the week. Uh, for the week, correct? Yeah. So I had the lower lower amount um, score, and then I got the bonus points, and so you know that's where we're at. So yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool. Did uh, then, did any of our players play last night? Um, I don't. So let me see here. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and there, no one started. Okay. And then these guys here. Nope. Okay. No, on Sunday. Sunday seems seems to be the day that they uh they go on. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't remember if I had any. We didn't have. Well, no, we didn't have any Browns players in our draft because they just. Really yeah, they're good not enough. that good. Yeah, but I was trying Rip. to find a site where I could take the the real names out and put Star Wars names in, but I couldn't find one. Right. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. so you would forget about that. Yeah, I don't know if anybody out there knows a site where you could edit the names, a fantasy football site. That'd be awesome because we kind of need. I need to because it doesn't make sense. Like these are all real players, Charlie. That, but it would be cool if. You know, we had the actual name of the guy we draft here instead of, like, say, Josh Allen. Like, it'd be like the real guy, the Star Wars guy. Do we name. remember who they are? Yeah, we got a sheet somewhere. No, <laughs> somewhere. Cooper Cup is a Mario Kart level. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, Next. <laughs> yeah. I need to play that now. No, I'm I'm deeply fascinated, but I do not understand what on earth is going on. But that is absolutely fine. I'm invested. <laughs> who 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 am I rooting for? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. Well, root for me. I'm winning right now. Yeah. <laughs> but that means but that means I'm picking sides, and I can't. That's that's undiplomatic. That's that's undemocratic. I <laughs> I, ideally, we would give you your own team. Um, you know, 
that wasn't in the cards this year. But it's just we're kind of like working out the kinks for next year, anyways. So right, it'll be probably I, be a better experience. So next year you'll have your team, Charlie. Okay. Yes. Right. You have a fantasy. I am going to annoy everybody by picking the worst players ever, and it'll be great fun. Oh no, no, it's great. Uh, you, you pick your Star Wars characters that you think are cool, right? And then chance. Uh, we we use a wheel to determine what NFL player goes to your. Ah, nice, nice. Yeah, so, so it's really there's really no way to. Uh, you yeah, know. like uh, my quarterback is I think Grand Moff Tarkin. Brilliant. <laughs> I can't find Lito. I can't find them with uh, or without the slippers. Oh, with the slippers, of course. With yeah, absolutely. <laughs> really, really good grip on the grass. I've I've been told. <laughs> yeah, hold on. And then we have a sheet here. I can't. Find I'm sorry. That. I'm still not. I, the website you're using, there's a banner where you can buy actual physical trophies and belts for your fantasy football results. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Am I still sharing or no? Am I done sharing? You are still you're sharing. sharing. Okay. Yeah. Do you, okay. Do you see this sheet with the yellow and the green? No. You don't see it? Oh, maybe it's at the wrong. Is it the wrong? Sharing the wrong screen, perhaps. Yeah, this this probably makes there more sense is. to you. All right, sorry about that. Do you see like Emperor Palpatine is this guy called Kyler Murray? Uh huh. They probably never heard of. So they no. These these guys here are the real guys, real NFL players. Okay. And and then and then they 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 correlate to a Star Wars character. So we picked the yeah. Star Wars characters first. Then we spun a wheel to see what that Star Wars character was, who that Star Wars character is going to be in real life. For I that see, position. I see, I see. And then, and then the top three gets bonus points. So yeah, put, the only if, reason I know who Cooper is is because I watched the Super Bowl and I was like, "Her, he has a funny name." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Yeah, he's and he's he's, he's a really good receiver too. I think he was. Wasn't he? I think I got this right. Wasn't he like MVP for the match? Yeah, I think he yeah, was. Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, he they can't he can't stop catching the ball. That guy is something else. Mm. He's a machine. He's made of iron. He's made of so, Beskar. Yeah, he's made of Beskar. Very good. <laughs> so yeah. I love so, you guys, but these are some of the most American sounding American names I've ever read in my life. Tyler Bass, Harrison <laughs> Butker. <laughs> Beautiful. These are the people that, that, that play our, our fair game of football. So the defense section, are those like teams? Yes. So like the okay. the Colts are a football team. Yes. And they're okay, right, right. Star Wars. Yeah. And then they go, yeah, so. <laughs> There's not just a football player, player called Buffalo. Okay. <laughs> 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 that would be amazing if there was this. Yeah. <laughs> My name's Buffalo. <laughs> Bring in Buffalo. What do you do? I run at people. <laughs> okay, yes. I get That's it. A, yeah. Thank you so much for explaining. I appreciate it. Thank you. Right. Um, we'll be able to explain it better in like a year when we're, we're seasoned with it. Yeah, and you'll see. Okay, then I definitely want to join in next year. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. Because I mean, I think it'd be awesome. Because like you'll have you have no idea who these people are, but you'll be like, hey, you're actually going to be rooting for them, and it's going to be cool. I can't. I wait. am 
really competitive and a horrible loser. So let's see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> we also had a little bit of interest from like a couple other uh, Star Wars podcasts on Twitter too when I tweeted about. Oh, it nice! So, so we might actually <laughs> like like Lido and I talked about you know having like other people join in with us next year once we have a better idea of what we're doing since this was our first time through it 100 percent. it'll be fun hopefully yeah we can add it to our long list of games right <laughs> so we've got the the babu frick game we've got oh. march imperial march madness we've got that other game that nobody's uh won no yet. one's no one's guessed do you want me to play that clip for that game yeah you always remind me before we shut down <laughs> if anyone's still listening yeah sorry guys it's been like two hours and five minutes is anyone still here all right so what was this one called clone nearly impossible yeah nearly effing impossible uh not that bad all right let's see if it'll play i might not be able to hear it but i think you guys will Ah. i heard it. yes and one more time So that one is uh, season episode. What or whom makes the sound? Right. Yeah. What are we up to dollars wise? Probably like. Oh, I don't know. A dollar. <laughs> we're going back since nobody's nobody's even made an attempt. We're going back to one dollar. Okay. There you go. Now you're losing money out there. Right. Yeah. We gotta. You know. There's inflation and all that shit going on, so we gotta we gotta account. <laughs> There's for all a that. cost of living crisis. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and at this point, you're only getting one Darth Vader uh, Lego piece. You have to pay for the rest of the, the house. <laughs> no, they're really not going to play. <laughs> they're not playing anyways, damn it. <laughs> well, they need to join the fun. Like, once they get this one, they'll be like, oh, okay. And then right. the other one should go pretty quick. Maybe. But anyways, we're going we're gonna to bust out of here. We'll be back next yeah. week. Charlie, you coming back next week? Uh, yeah. All right, good. I'm back now. I'm back uh, off my little hiatus. Well, there <laughs> you have it. Happy. Yes, of course. Ooh. All right. May the Schwartz be with you. May the Schwartz be with you. What they said. Oh. <laughs> Boo. Boo. <laughs> I'm not saying it until I actually get around to watching the movie properly and paying attention. Okay. You must do it. I must do it. Admiral Yet. <laughs>